Hello, and welcome to the Save It For The Podcast podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Neiman, and joined with me today is... Hello, my name is Aaron, and today we will be podcasting this podcast podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. I am. (laughs) I did not know how long we were going to be, you know, doing that. So I was, I was scared. I, you know what? Actually, out of all the bits we've done, I feel like that one has had, that one has to be top three, I would say. Yeah, not going to lie. Like that was pretty, pretty legit. That was legitness. (laughs) I know. I feel like, I feel like honestly, I could have done an entire episode in that voice of just like a soothing, like. Dude, same. Like, like my actual voice is kind of like um I don't know, raggedy right about now. Like it's yeah. not feeling too hot. So right. doing the podcast in this voice could actually do more good than harm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like oh a very gosh. it's like a like one of those how to videos that you see like at a you know, spa or an airplane. Yeah. Like first Oh my gosh, pull I down the mask from the ceiling those. and yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I like, whenever I'm on an airplane and I hear that voice, I just like I get a fight response. You know, I want to kick my chair. <laughs> yeah, or like the uh, all the the theme park announcers that are like, please keep all hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. You know. Yeah, there you go. My gosh, I don't know if it is my internet or if it's yours, but. I am experiencing troubles right about now. <laughs> Don't we all? Isn't that what Don't life all? is all about? Oh my goodness. Right. Um, but yeah, welcome to, welcome to another episode of the Save It For The Podcast podcast. Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Enjoy your doom. And don't <laughs> forget to keep those kids close. <laughs> you never know who might snap you. <laughs> Who right. might be snatching them? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Exactly. Okay. I I just okay. I just want to address an elephant in the room right about now. Please. Love elephants. We are so close. We are so close to having the ghost of Tsushima be released. And I am hyped. Okay? I am okay. Hyped. I can't say I'm familiar with the ghost of. Hello? 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 Oh, goodness. Can you? Oh, goodness. Okay. We might need a little pausey pause. Pause. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. I am the sole person to blame. Please verbally abuse me in the comments, not Neiman. <laughs> All right. As they um, say in kindergarten, zip it, lock and put it in your pocket. I have no idea what that <laughs> means. Because it's an American I wa- thing. Because I was not raised in your heretic American schools. So true. It is magic, 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 magic. I don't know. I I watched um I watched a Shadow Weaver compilation on YouTube the other day and it's just stuck in my head. So, a what compilation? A Shadow Weaver compilation. Um, yeah, she is a character from uh, Shira, Princess of Power. So mm-hmm. anyway, though, anyway, I've had two people recommend that show to me now. Now it's three people. My gosh! Now I have to watch it. Yeah, on my it's you on have, my list now. You have no choice, Neiman. I have too Not many shows on my list. Uh, too many Nished. shows on my my list. Uh, my list yes um <laughs> just because you know we're in quarantine you know everyone's mm-hmm. just doing the same old thing um oh my gosh total tangent but i had a dream last night and like this is how i know we've been in quarantine for so long right come true 
that you're here with me, and, and I'm here with you. I hear the sea and the sky above will send me someone to love. I love that short film. I, I hope that was it. on sync, because that would be awkward if it wasn't. But you know what? The audience knows. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. The audience yeah. knows what we were going for. You know, yeah. when when we are finally um, allowed, I guess, to film in the same location, we will be able to do everything yeah. on sync because yeah. it's, it's just going to be that amazing. Yeah. Anyway, you anyway. said you had a dream. <laughs> uh, I I did have Sorry. a dream. Um, also, interesting fact: that was the first song I learned on the ukulele. So, Are you serious? And it's so awesome. It's also the only song I have fully memorized just because it literally only has three chords. So it's a very oh easy gosh. song to learn. I um, want to learn the ukulele, mostly because I have a song in mind that I want to learn so bad. It's It goes like... um. I guess I am happy, you are happy, let us be happy together, whether the weather is cloudy or sunny, I will always be your anybody, honey, I am lucky, you are lucky, let us get lucky. Anyway, though, yeah. um, lots of fun, definitely recommend. Yes. Um, so, I had a dream. Yes. Um, and uh, this is how I know I've been in quarantine for so long, mm-hmm. right? It's been, let's see, March, April, May, June... Almost fully July. So almost five months now where right. we've been in quarantine. But I legitimately had a dream last night that we were in school and everything was normal. Like, it, like yo, imagine. I, I know. <laughs> I, never, I never have normal dreams, but this was like the only dream I've had like in Wait, my entire life school, where it's actually been normal. School like high school or school like college? School like college. Like I oh. was back at UCI... I had like the the dread of like, oh my gosh, it's the first day of school. Like, how am I <laughs> going to get to all of my classes on time, right? And it was just, right. everything seemed completely normal. And I was like, oh yeah, it's like, I have to do this and X, Y, and Z, you know, and like, I have to go here and then drive there and then pick up my brother. And it was just completely normal. Right. I never have, I never have normal dreams. So this is how I know <laughs> that I've been in quarantine for too long. So. <laughs> Neiman, can I ask you something? Please. Can you turn up your mic's gain just just a little bit? No! Whoa! Now speak. I was already speaking. Good. This is a podcast after all. Yo, imagine having a podcast. Yeah, imagine, right? Ima- imagine wagons. I choose you. Wagon! Wagon! <laughs> I was thinking of Imagine Dragons, but Imagine Wagons sounds really cool, too. Imagine Wagons. All right. Now, Ghost of Tsushima. That's right. I looked that up in a, while you were dealing well, yeah. stuff Well, I was in the dealing pause. with my schnitzel internet. That's right. Haha. Oh, speaking of cussing, which is another thing I am working on on my <laughs> end. Um, <laughs> Nice. Speaking of cussing, uh, I would like to apologize for the delay of the previous Can of Worms episode. That is entirely my fault. So please verbally abuse me in the comments. <laughs> yeah, um, let's just, we'll just verbally abuse Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is just like real life. I'll freak- <laughs> you can never escape, Aaron. Yeah, there you go. Possible. I've been, I've been told that I'm an otter. Uh, by various stores, by various, by various sources, um, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Like that's just you know a thing. An otter. Anyway, though, like the animal. And, yeah, it has a separate meaning. I will not care to elaborate. <laughs> okay, great. I'm like trying to think of like Aaron Otter, like hmm. trying to see the connection, but. So yeah. Anyway. Anyway, additionally, in addition, so yeah, furthermore. So Ghost of Tsushima is a and I am sorry for, you know, my pronunciation of this word. I like 
it's like I I heard it in the English sense, and it's like there are two separate language language barriers between me and Japanese. Yeah. So I would like to apologize uh, for any kind of um. Ow! <laughs> I just hit myself in the headphone. Jeez. SMH. Even I abuse myself. Like everyone's doing it. Head. It's hip today. It's it's hip to. Am I having a stroke? I, well, it's possible, right? It's always possible. Given it's all the headaches possible. you've had throughout all yeah. of our recordings, I would say it's not out of yeah, the there question. There you go. This is the point where <laughs> this is where it has escalated. Anyway, anyway, um, Ghost of Tsushima is a game that has been developing for a while now, and it is absolutely beautiful. Like I have been watching gameplays of it. Uh, from say from various YouTubers, including but not limited to the Rad Brad and uh, Corey X Kenshin, which are my actually top two like favorite YouTubers. But anyway, oh nice, yeah, there you go. Um, and it's just such a visually appeasing game, right? Like oh, normally, nice. normally good graphics aren't something I like care to appreciate because I'm more of a you know gameplay art style ver like kind of person yeah. you know yeah. like when people strive for realism i kind of like eh, like like mm-hmm. having a unique art style for me yeah. is more important than having uh you know realistic graphics mm-hmm. but this game is the exception because it's just so beautiful yeah we're not sponsored but you know what i'm still gonna talk about it <laughs> yeah no I, I i've looked at some of the uh also the gameplay and images right. um and it does look stunning in all right. honesty and it's kind of crazy to think about i was actually from a tiktok of all places right mm-hmm. uh, i was watching a tiktok about the fact that you know hold on let me look up the fact that um pong which was which is considered to be the first video game right um pong. oh pong out, right so pong came out in 1972 right uh-huh. now 1972 is what like 50 years ago more or less it's like 48 years ago yeah yeah um quick maths good we <laughs> need that because i can't do quick maths um so 48 so pong was 48 years ago and that's only 48 years so you can only imagine what 48 more years could do Dude, to video games my right? gosh kind of crazy to think about how like literally the first video game was just white dots on a screen. And that was like, oh my gosh, this is the pinnacle of human existence. Look at this. We can control those white dots on the screen and make a ball bounce in between the two sides of a screen. That's so innovative. Listen, my mind is already blown by how much VR has, you know, developed these past few years. So it's just like, uh, it's crazy. It, it and it's only, it's only it gonna get better. it's only and it's gonna all, get better. Hopefully, you know, like if our world cares to pull itself together, oh, well, it's yes, only gonna yes. get better. Yeah. There's, there is that big, you know, asterisk saying, you know, asterisk. given that the world survives 50 yeah. more years, right? There you go. And survives is the key word. Yeah, survives um, is in <laughs> fact the key word. So, uh, oh my gosh, dude, years exist. Like, we're aging even as we speak. Like, 50 years, when you look at history, it doesn't seem like much. But that's like, bro, that's like a lifetime yeah. for some people. And you know what? They There is actually a uh, proven by science that uh, there is, I think, a like 0. 0.0001 uh, second delay or something like that between... Um, what you or what happens right. in reality what, what happens and how you perceive it right right so technically we're all living in the past which is kind of crazy <gasps> given it's literally like less than a fraction oh of gosh. a second but still it's like whoa we're living in the past this Dude, already happened thank you neiman for bringing up that big old can of fuzzy worm on strings it's is it just what the past yeah, no, here's the thing, right? I have an issue with the fact that we're nothing but a sponge living in a meat body, all right? Mm. That is limited through its perception, all right? There are literally colors we can't see. There are literally sounds we can't hear. There are smells we cannot smell. It's just like, 
it is crazy how limited we are and yet how much we can do with this limited perspective. All right. Like, yeah. I mean, wasn't there like a, wasn't there like a, you know, a report that scientists were able to pick up on, uh, on a parallel universe that started I can't remember. by the, uh, around the same time as the Big Bang, around the same time as our universe, but the laws of physics are completely reversed. It was like really recent too. So it's like, I'd have to look, like, look for it. What yeah, would, I haven't read that. Yeah. What would like, if, like if life exists there, what would perception be like there? It's just like I don't know. Like alien it's concepts a little bit crazy. are just like so crazy for me. Yeah, and you know what? It, We're it, on ADHD right now. We're just like going on tangent after tangent good. after tangent. It's all good. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So it's good that we are right. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, it is it is a little bit crazy to think about, right? I, I think like even it it's interesting that we can. I, I think one of the most interesting things to think about is the fact that we can understand what infinity is, but right. we can't visualize it. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Like, how is it that we can understand what infinity is, right? But we mm-hmm. can't really have a picture of what it looks like in our mind which I think is mind-boggling, right? And just, I think, is a testament to... Parentheses, negative, <laughs> negative infinity, right. comma, infinity, parentheses. Oh, right. The, the, the limits, <laughs> yeah. right? For any of yeah. you calculus nerds out there. Right. Right. Your pterodactyls is what you are. Um, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> As we were saying, all right, <laughs> we we're pterodactyls, and now we're back to announcers. Right? No, that's how pterodactyls sounded, bro. Listen, we don't know how dinosaurs sounded a million bajillion years ago. That's true. All right, so as far as we're concerned, they were talking like this the entire time. Yeah, they could have spoken. Greetings, Stegosaurus. I would like to have your meats, please. <laughs> God, imagine. Imagine an alternate timeline where dinosaurs could have spoken English and where we would have been now if dinosaurs could speak English. Yo, bro, bro, bro. Anyway, I was talking about Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) You were. It's all good. It's all good. No. By the way, can you turn up your gain even more? I don't know. Even more? Even more? Okay, Can you I not don't hear me. No. Wait, no, it's on my end. I am so sorry. Is your vo- did, was your volume thing down? Yeah, my the... volume thing was down. So, oh gosh, I am so sorry for the audience because this entire time I was louder than I thought I was. Oh my God, God. I am gosh. so sorry. <laughs> I always keep mine pointing towards the the mute button. I think the is mute a good... button, right? That's usually where I keep it, just because I keep it there, and then I adjust the volume on my right computer. My gosh, I am so sorry. This entire time, it's just been yeah. Um, but anyway, dude, Ghost of Tsushima is like okay. It's not like I get that because there's been a lot of hate against it recently. Really? Right? For yeah. Um, mostly, um, uh, not not from. Uh, not from Japanese communities. The Japanese community loves it, but like uh, mostly from you know appropriating, you know, like that, mm-hmm. like you know the community I'm talking about. You know, like I don't enjoy this, therefore nobody can. Mm. You know, like, and that's because the the game is appropriating, like the the Japanese culture is what you're saying, like or am, claimed to be appropriate like i l- listen i'm not gonna claim to know the entirety of the drama that's right, going right. on all right i'm not i'm not too savvy on that front all right but like i just really like the game i really like watching other people enjoy it and if i had a ps4 that's probably one of the you know that's probably one of the games i would have gotten but you know ps5 is coming out so <laughs> it um, is. yeah there <laughs> there you go that being said though uh 
like I enjoyed the game. I'm sorry. I I don't care what anybody else thinks. I just I just I like I'm a I'm a huge sucker for cowboys and you know samurai and just like those kinds of things, even mm-hmm. though they're mostly romanticized. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Um, yes. yes, yes. Like that's kind of why I re-downloaded um, Total War Shogun 2 recently because you know since I can't play that game, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just going to make do with that. <laughs> I know. It's very sad. Very sad, but quite it's okay. sad. You can uh buy it illegally. I don't know <laughs> I why thought for a second you were so... Yeah, I thought for a second you were going to say you can die. Like <laughs> I don't it took me so long to do a bit. Right but... there. <laughs> yeah. Buying it illegally, really. I mean, it's exhausting. You know, I just like well, I like can buying do it, it illegally. Yeah, like I can do it, but it's just exhausting. It is. It is exhausting. Right. Speaking of buying it illegally, and we might be opening a can of worms here. <laughs> Please. But, yeah, I don't like the perception of having, you know. Here's the thing, having potential profits turn into losses, right? Being perceived as losses is a very unhealthy mindset, all right? In the context like, of... He, here's the context, right? Like, for example, let's say, uh, I don't want to name any names because right now our position is fickle as it is. Um, but like... You know, a bazillionaire company lost one million bajillion dollars to piracy these past few months. With that, that's um, like that's a news article we can see in our minds because there are news articles like that. Except here's the thing. They didn't lose anything to them. They just didn't gain anything from them. And here's the thing. They still had gains from that specific movie slash game slash other TM, right? So, I don't know. It's just a very unhealthy mindset for me, you know, especially especially considering their position as like, Mm. you know, like Mm -hmm. if they were indie developers or something like that, like people who actually need that money to, you know, better their craft and you know mm-hmm. produce better games in the in the future yeah. if it was that kind of you know like that kind of developers i would understand because like i'm a huge supporter of indie developers i like supporting them i like their games i like their their content yeah uh, same same with independent movie makers like mm. it's mm-hmm. just yeah excuse me you're um, not excused Oh no! I have to oh, stay forever. Of damn it! Yep, that's the podcast, folks. That's the podcast. Yeah, if you can't excuse Neiman, you can't continue the podcast. You can't. It's just how it goes. The podcast has been shut down by nice police. Yes, yeah, right. Nice police. Go. Nice police. What a concept! <laughs> I know. Crazy. This crazy isn't stuff. the can of worms episode. <laughs> this is not. Yes. We have to mark it explicit anyway because in, there's always yeah. some slip up word at some point yeah, in the there episode, you go. so just to be safe. Right. I'm about to say the C word. Yes. COVID-19. I got Demonetized. It's going to give us a label now. Yeah, there you so, go. It's like, learn more about COVID-19. Learn more about know. COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, know you were saying something. I don't think I was. I am so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I could respond to your your comment about the the, Do it. the mindset. Uh, I mean, Do it. well, first I have to think of one. Um, well, okay, here. So did, do you mean, so then are you suggesting that the mindset should instead be, uh, instead of gains and losses, gains and potential gains? Is that kind of the direction you're going in in terms of i guess business philosophy i mean that wouldn't be any better in my like 
in my end. Like, here's the thing, right? <sighs> Not too sure how to explain this. Piracy shouldn't be considered, like, piracy right about now is just, like, having so, like, in the public lens, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not in the public lens, I like, more of, um, like, it's the war on drugs all over again, you know? Like, mm. it... It's those, you know, crappy commercials with the, you know, with the child actors going like, mm. oh, you want some weed? No, marijuana is bad. You should do Jesus instead. Like, it's like. Yeah, it's the better drug. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. You're really high because you go to heaven. Oh. All right. But like, you know, it. It's the it's that all over again, you know. You wouldn't download a chair. You wouldn't download a TV. You wouldn't download a. <laughs> That's so funny. I've seen those ads too. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but like it's, you know, it's the same crappy commercials. It's the same, you know, like rich people railing against all these, you know, like yeah, yeah, like, like it's not as big of an issue as they make it out to be mm, mm-hmm. okay all right so it's like so essentially like liter- yeah, yeah go ahead no 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 you please go ahead and i was just gonna ask um so to, correct me if i'm wrong so uh it's so your stance is that piracy uh should be should not be viewed as a bad thing just, and I'm not okay. trying to insert words into your mouth, but I'm just right. trying to like, understand what you're saying. Right. Now, I'm not saying that piracy is the best thing in the world, all right? right? So it's like it's still kind of illegal and it's still kind of sketchy and it mm-hmm. still has its risks. Right. Right. I'm just saying that maybe instead of blaming the people, you should be blaming the million-dollar corporations that are being affected by piracy and having a better look at as though why they're being affected by piracy. All right. Like, are their content too expensive for a certain people to view? Right. Like yeah. that, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, I think um, on that, actually, uh, interestingly enough, I, I only discovered this site recently. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a, a there's a similar uh, I guess situation uh, in specific regards to uh, academic journals, just mm. because as I was doing research for uh, my humanities class, because we had to oh my God. paper, right? <laughs> um, basically, if you don't have a uh, a university account, it becomes that much more difficult to access, you know, academic papers, right? Oh, and right. so there's this one site. Um, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say just because, you know, I don't know if they're going to get shut down or whatever. They haven't yet because they've been around for like literally years now. But essentially... Don't, don't mention the name. Um, in that I, 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 I won't mention the name. Right. Um, but it's like really easy to look up. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's essentially what it is. It's, uh, it's like Pirate Bay, but for mm-hmm. academic papers. Right. And so essentially what you would do is you'd find the link um, or the digital online number. Uh, what's it called? It's it's the DOI. I, I can't remember what that's an acronym for. But basically what a DOI is, is a digital uh, URL, digital number assigned to um, basically any uh, online document. So for yeah. any like PDF or academic journal, there's right. usually a DOI attached. Mm-hmm. And what the point of the DOI is, is you can type that into the URL and it'll bring up the document um, regardless of, you know, whatever browser or laptop or whatever you're on. Mm-hmm. Right. And so basically you would take that, you would insert it into the site and you would get access to that document for free, which I used my, even my professor who was a you know, tenured professor who has worked in academia for years was right. like, if you can't find any journals, use this illegal you know, mm-hmm. Russian website. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I used mm-hmm. it yep. and I got access to a bunch of you know, these articles, right? And I was really curious as to you know, like, why is it uh, that the case? And I was reading like, their blogs and reading about why this site exists in the first place. And it's because of the fact that um, 
lots of academic journals and academic publishers are pro are basically profiting off of education or yeah or rather the the betterment of human knowledge right because mm -hmm. what this site is trying to do right it's in it's in the very you know front of the site the home page mm -hmm. where they say this is a site so that we can make knowledge free because knowledge shouldn't have you shouldn't have to pay for knowledge yeah is basically what their philosophy is which i think you know i agree with i don't think there should be a barrier to knowledge and so that's yeah. basically what this site is trying to do but then, then it also brings up the question of you know kind of going back to our earlier discussion right like you know if it is so obviously it's it, it, it's it's a bit of a tricky question just because it, it it's different in a situation where it's a million dollar company that's already yeah. you know profiting a lot off of other sources mm -hmm. but it's a different situation when it's like an indie developer right because if you're yeah. pirating off of an indie developer that's really hurting them because that's a lot oh, yeah. of potential profit that you're losing and i i think in the similar sense because you know professors i would imagine also get a little bit of you know money from their um the articles that they publish Right. So I would imagine too that you know by and also like in a similar situation of like illegally downloading music right that really you know hurts independent yeah. artists as well because when you are illegally downloading this music then they don't get the money from you know the mm -hmm. streaming or the iTunes download or whatever um unless it's so Kanye it's a, yeah unless it's Kanye right because then illegally download all you want yeah so it's a it's a very yeah it's yeah. a it's a situation where context really does matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So in conclusion, support your local businesses and your local artists. Undermine the million dollar corporations. Undermine yes. the system. Eat the rich. Go ahead. Yes, we are granting you permission just break the authority. Before. Break yes. the authority. <laughs> Just, just, just eat the rich. Here. <coughs> oh, wow. Excuse me. Good. Yeah, there we go. You, I, I was attacked by my nice voice. <clears throat> Here in the Saved for the Podcast podcast, we advocate for the eating of the rich. That's right. <laughs> it's our little, it's like below our contact information is eat the yeah. rich. Eat know? the rich. Go ahead. <laughs> Their knife and fork emoji. Oh, God. No, no, no. It's the tongue emoji. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> yeah. The, no, three tongue emojis and just a bunch of pig emojis. <laughs> it's just like Animal Farm. Well. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Gosh. So. Yes. Um, Capitalism. Yeah, there we go. Isn't during that the Yeah, during the little uh, cut... Uh, unfortunately, the timer was still going on, so I'm not sure where we are right now. But we should have gone through the 30-minute mark by now. Yay! Really? Oh Whoa! Now I know. Now I know. Yes, there you go. Uh, thank you, Unis Onus, for notifying me during the recording Unis of this. Onus. Unis Onus. Yeah, there you go. It's one year in Latin. Whoa! Can you it's believe it? It's almost like the website will be deleted in one year. Yeah, when did they? When did they start? I kept up with like their first two videos, but then I was like, "This is going to be if this is going to be a daily thing." I don't yeah. think I can keep up. So it was a while back. I think there's still some time left, though. I'm not too sure. Like, are we? Are, are they more than halfway, or do you know? I think they're more than halfway. Let me just let me just open this video real quick. No, yeah. no, the notification is gone because I'm a big old dum dum. Um, yeah. Oh, geez. I'm sorry for any background noise that might come because the birds are chirping, the you know lawn is mowing, and just yeah. Yeah, sorry if you hear life going on outside while we're here inside. Yo, imagine um, <laughs> Yo, imagine having an active life. No. Can't relate. Anyway. Crazy, right? Yeah. 
There we go. There's no such Don't thing recommend this to me again. Unrelated content. Not interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Jeez. I get many heart attacks every once in a while because my internet like, looks like it's going to disconnect and then it doesn't. Uh, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, it's like... Uh, yeah. I was about to make a you know, Schmex joke. I, I was about to make yeah. a Shrek's joke. But, okay. you know. I've never heard that euphemism before. Shrek's? Yeah, Shrek's. I've never heard that used in replacement of, you know, the doo-doo, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been watching what some of those, uh, what's, what, what are they called? Like, youtube videos where they like where a robotic voice reads out tumblr posts and oh uh-huh. know, since certain voice uh you know words are you know uh like on the blacklist of youtube i guess uh, they they like you know censor it like and instead of instead of you know kill there's there's the ooh sound <laughs> From Roblox. That's funny. Hold on. Oof. 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 There we go. Oh god. Yeah. Wait, that sounded like something else. Um anyway. What did it sound like, Aaron? I'm curious to know. Sure. Oh, okay. Thanks for letting me know. I, I didn't know beforehand, so there you go. Uh why is my eye doing a thing? Right now, it's called seeing, Aaron. That's what the eye does. Yo, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine looking. Yo, imagine, and there goes my mind again. Am I actually having a stroke? Am I just being a dum dum? Am I just, you know, experiencing the side effects of ADHD? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe all. Maybe none. Maybe all at once. <laughs> ADHD, everybody. ADHD, everybody. Witnessing it firsthand. Witnessing firsthand the rapid deterioration of the human mind. That's right. It's a case study. Yeah, there we this go. This has all been ten, a case study. Yeah, 10 years from now, just medical students are going to be listening to this podcast and the professor is just going to turn to them like, okay, which mental health defects was Aaron facing at this point? That's right. And See, the- you're going to be the professor because you're awesome. That, yeah, I was going to say, like, this would be perfect practice for me, right? I mean, like, yeah. going into, potentially going into the medical field, right? I mean, I might be able to diagnose, the, diagnose yeah, this there, down yeah. the road. So I am currently, uh, I'm currently questioning whether or not I should switch over to liberal arts mm. as my major. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, li- I like liberalism. I like arts. Liberal so when arts. you put the two together... And when you put the two together, unemployment. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Liberal yeah. arts is a great major. I heard okay. I heard that you might be able to get a job in financial advising if you're, you know, after you graduate with a liberal arts degree. Yeah. I'm not too sure the, you know, the legitimacy of that statement, mm-hmm. but you know, you never know. So, I mean, <laughs> So the thing, I think the thing with li- liberal arts, ooh, ooh. Um, I think the thing with um, liberal arts, right, is, and you know, I don't, I don't know if UCI has a specific like just dedicated to liberal arts, um, just because it's different in some colleges. Um, right. I think specifically, like for example, at UCI, right, the liberal arts education mm. is their honors program. Right. Oh. Um, and so it, it looks Damn. different in every it looks different in every. Um, yeah. University. In every, yeah. In every. Yeah. Yeah. And some colleges like have a separate major. Um, mm-hmm. Some colleges are like UCI and instead kind of uh, it's like a curriculum right. designed around it. Like, for right, example, right, right. Um, like at UCI, you can be a part of the liberal arts program, but mm-hmm. also major in something else. Right. I know right. a lot of I have a lot of friends who are like comm sci majors, for example, but are still getting a liberal arts education mm-hmm. with the uh, honors programs. Um, but in terms of like job prospects, uh, I mean, I would imagine it's, it's very similar to kind of, ed- really, if you major in anything in the humanities, 
it's very people oriented, very mm-hmm. uh, understanding of people. Um, right. And it's very much one, I think very much, and I think with really any major, um, based on any previous work experience or job experience, I think is the probably going to be the most important thing. Right. Um, just because, you know, um, for example, like psychology, right? I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can go down in psychology. Um, and <laughs> like, if you want to go into like human go resources, down. for example, go down. That's right. Uh, <laughs> um, Shreks. Yes, Shreks. So I'm, I'm going to start using that now. Yeah. I feel like that's a, it's a good that's how you, Yeah, that's how you get like that's how you get used to certain words you know you use them once you use them twice and all of a sudden you use them in every single sentence like i use coolio you do use coolio, coolio. yeah there Often. you go yeah so, sometimes like, i extend it by saying coolio leo 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 yeah or something like that and i got that actually from my anatomy class over in high school which i hated but you know the teacher was cool so it was fine ah uh, yes yeah and then that was oh, that was from your teacher who said that or like a classmate it was from my teacher yeah oh okay you, gotcha. you know you remember mr davies yes I'm yeah with him yes so yeah yeah he oh, was, please uh, continue though i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 no. it's all good it's all good um can't even remember where i was going um, uh humanities people oriented oh that's right yes yes so uh just i guess a mini if this were a question right mm-hmm. that we received i mean i would say right for anyone in the humanities uh try to look for those internships um try to look for you know anything for job opportunity related internships um but that isn't to say right enjoy what mm-hmm. you're learning because that, yeah. at the end of the day that's what matters most and i know that's a very <laughs> It's ironic because that's a very liberal arts thing to say. Because no, it's money um, that matters most. Money, 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 money. Ain't it funny? funny in a rich, rich man's, man's world. world. Money, 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 money in a rich man's world. Dude, yeah, man. Yeah. Mamma Mia. All right. <clears throat> great, great songs. I can't say I enjoyed the musical. Er, yeah. Um, I just like total tangent. Yeah, the songs like the are songs. great. Yeah. Um, I, it, yeah, it's just, I remember watching the movie for the first time and I was like, who in the world thought mm-hmm. that this would be a great idea for a musical? Right. <laughs> I was just, I was just like, li- like watching it, right? And I was thinking like, Someone had to take all of these ABBA songs and mm. somehow justify it in a plot, and this is what Jeez. they came up with. Which yeah. I was like, "Why?" I mean, I, I mean, if I wanted to listen like, to the ABBA songs, yeah. I would just listen to an album of their songs. Like, mm. I wouldn't watch a musical about, "Oh, I might have three dads." It's like I don't even know Whoa. why. Yeah, but that's just my thoughts on the Mamma Mia yeah, musical. Um, I mean, honestly, like. If you want to have three dads, have three dads. Yeah. Yeah. You know, polyamorous relationships. Are <laughs> exactly. You know what? I read a post on that recently on polyamorous relationships, which, you mm. know what? I, I don't judge, but it's not for judge. me. Yeah. Right? It's not yeah. for me. I get confused easily. So, yeah, it's not for me either. Yeah, I'm not bright enough for polyamorous relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giving attention equally to all party members. Ugh. Gross. Like, here's the thing. I like if I was in a polyamorous relationship, I'd probably feel bad all the time because I'd be like, you know, giving attention to somebody, and then somebody else would be like, yeah. I'm like, even though they aren't offended by it like i would be still i would still be sad about it so it would just be like i'm sorry i didn't pay enough attention to you like all the time yeah so it's I'm, it's not for me but you know i but you know i i think i do 
I, I think one thing I do like about that is specifically, I feel like for me personally, if I were to be in a polyamorous relationship, I think three would be a perfect number mm-hmm. just because I have found in my personal experience that three is like the perfect number of people to have in a group in terms of like a friend right. group, in my opinion. Like just because, Right, exactly. Yeah. And and I, I think it's it's perfect just because there's... Uh, it's difficult to well here's here's the first point right Mm -hmm. if there were four people or two people right it's very easy to split that right Right. like if you need to oh two of us will go here and then the other two will go here but in three you're kind of because you're in one group you're kind of forced to do everything together instead of splitting off um, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason right which i is always a great thing but also right being in a group of three i think it just it's much better in my opinion um for someone like me who's a very like one one-on-one type of guy and not really a fan of big groups i think three is like the perfect like in between number because you're not quite at the big group number yet of like four right. in my opinion right and this is different for everybody right <laughs> i mean i've i've known people who can operate in like groups of eight which i think is so impressive because yeah. i don't know how i could divide my attention between seven other people so that's already impressive yeah. to me. You, but. Heard it here for, you heard it here first, folks. Neiman wants a harem. Well, I'm not going to deny <laughs> that comment, right? I'm not going to deny it. You're right? just not. Just, don't acknowledge um, it. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and I was just thinking about it. It's like, hmm, hmm. do I really? Um, so Neiman awakens his Shrek. All right, that's right. Shrek's everybody. We're talking about multiple ogres here. It's all ogre now. It's all ogre now. One of these days, I'm gonna be reading the entire script of Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life, and upload it on YouTube, and it's gonna be the highlight of this decade. For me, for me, not not not, not for everyone. Wise. Yeah, right. not for everyone. No, it's probably gonna have like two views, and like it's gonna be taken down by YouTube sooner or later. And it's gonna be like you know, it's gonna pop up once again, like years later after I've forgotten about it, and like come back yeah. to bite me in my behind because this is not the Can of Worms episode. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. See, I am working on it, and it's working. Yay! Character development. By right. the end, by the end of the this podcast, um, which I know we established in an earlier episode, is never right because <laughs> we go on until the end of time and even yes. after. But I after, I, yeah, after the heat death of the universe, the, right. the exactly. only thing that will be filling the void will be our will be the echoes of our podcast. That's right. But if we ever do get to that point, right. Right. I'm going to make sure you are the most polite person on this planet. It's going to be my personal goal. <laughs> It'll be my personal goal to make you say, excuse me, unironically, after any bodily function you might on this podcast. Right on. Uh, <laughs> that, being said, <laughs> that being said, though, right? I forgot what I was going to say. It's just like ADHD, everybody. All right. So, uh, bodily functions. Bodily functions. Uh, is that ringing a bell? I'm not too sure. Can you pause for a second? I'm just going to like uh, check out what's wrong with my internet for a second because yeah. it's going on and off. And I'm actually going to stop the timer this time. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Beans, beans, beans. Hello, welcome back. Beans, 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 beans. I'm not allowed to say beans with my D and D group because I, I managed to, uh, I managed to sidetrack and eventually just like you know and the focus and in the session as well on two separate occasions just by saying beans so i'm not allowed to say that with my dnd group anymore wow that's yeah. impressive yeah i know i don't know how you do that 
So much power put into a single word. I guess, well, it's, yes. the way, I guess yeah. it's the way I use it. I have no idea. Uh, that being said, though, oh, geez, life is going on in the background. Now, imagine, imagine, imagine dragon. All right. There you go. Good band. This video was sponsored. I wish. I wish. I wish, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wish. Uh, Jeebus Christ, that is a lot of life going on in the background. Oh. We love life, right? Live, laugh, love. Yeah. It's the Karen tattoo. Yeah, there you go. Uh, my gosh. What was I about to say? One topic that I want to talk about, though, because this has come up in my YouTube feed recently, mm. is Slice of Life. Sort mm. of, um, you know, shows slash anime, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I like watching them, but I don't like them in general. Mm. All right, here's why. It, it's not a matter of, you know, me not liking the characters or me not liking the concept or me not liking the genre. There are plenty of those with, like, funny concepts and, like, just... just I, I enjoy watching them. However... They make life seem so easy. Mm. And I don't like that. I just feel like I'm doing something wrong in my mm. end. So it's like, it's just that. That's yeah. why I kind of don't like it. Mm. So are you opposed to like shows solely being dedicated to Slice of Life or just Slice of Life episodes in general? I mean, okay, here's the thing, right? Like, Slice of life episodes and like, you know, uh, like, for example, in, you know, action or adventure kind right. of genres, you know, I really enjoy those because it's a very nice way of humanizing the characters. And it's just right. so good to just see right. them like chill for a quick right. second, you know, like, for example, especially if it's being done with the villain, then it's just, you know, ugh. like yeah. humanizing right. the villain is the best things you can do for me. Right. Espe- okay, here's the thing, right? Humanizing the villain is a very nice thing you can do with me, but a better thing you can do is humanizing the minion, like the you know, like the second in command <laughs> yes, or something. The small like that. yellow thing in an overall <laughs> that ha- appears in every show. <laughs> One of these days I will gain the superpower of reaching through my screen and being able to grab you and strangle you for saying stuff like that but as far listen as far as i'm concerned the minions never happened (laughs) okay they don't exist the minions have the same minion have the same (laughs) meaning (laughs) they're synonymous the same meaning that they have that they had this entire time okay they're the underlings of a bigger boss. Okay? Okay. Right. Right. Moving right, right. on. <laughs> right? If the big bad is like pure evil and their underlings, right, are like humanized with slice of life aspects like thrown in there, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah, know. I just I like agree. That. I just I, like I that. think yeah, I think um for the I think for the most part I would agree. I think Especially in I, the immediate example I think of is Avatar, right? Because that's yeah. always the example we think of. In this yeah, show. yes. Um, I mean, the, the, yeah, it, oh, spoilers. Spoilers, by the way. I mean, it's exactly spot on with what you said. I mean, we yeah. both, like, we got humanizing the villain. Um, we've got a, exactly what you said of um, both seeing the adventure, more plot driven points, but also the slice of life episodes. Right. Which, um, actually, as I was watching Korra, right, I was re- I'm currently re-watching Korra, and I think, you know, again, spoilers, I-, I think the two things that were missing from Korra that I think could have made the show probably, in my opinion, up to par with the, the original Avatar. Like, yeah. I think the two things that were missing from Korra, um, I think, which I still think is a great show, but I think not as good as Avatar for these two reasons, which is exactly what we talked about humanizing Mm -hmm. the villain and slice of life episodes just because every single episode was plot driven 
right. and was very much how does this relate to the plot. Whereas in Avatar, we got to, you know, see things like um, Secret Tunnel, right? Which is Secret Tunnel. Totally like, it's Secret like, Tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's totally not related to the plot other than, you know, we have to get yeah. to Bossing Say. But it was like a really nice, like, you know, exploring Korra. No, and, it was Omashu in this case. Or Omashu. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. I, I keep getting the two. I'm um, actually. I'm um, actually, right? <laughs> But, like, it, we got to, you know, see Korra and Aang's relationship. We got to see, you know, Sokka, you know, taking the ropes and yeah. see more of his comedic side, which I think is perfect in a show like Avatar, where, you know, it can seem like the stakes are so daunting of, like, we have to defeat the Fire Lord before the world is done. Right. right. But when we get to see, you know, just, like, small episodes like that, um, it's, it's very nice, which I think was completely yeah. missing from Korra. Um, well, so. One of my favorite episodes, actually was the episode where they showed us you know Zuko's daily life. Oh right, uh, the Tales yeah. of Bossing Say. Yeah. No no no, not not in the Tales of Bossing Say. No, in book 3 when he's, you know, oh, finally the, the um... prince and everyone is like, you know, you know, like uh like snacks my lord like oh yes yes yes. like Uh, you know that kind of thing this was the i think the first ember island episode right the one before no not the was it the ember no it wasn't the ember is this the one where they all went to the party and then azula no this was the one where sparky sparky boom man finally caught up with the gang oh so this is this is like right before zuko was like i want to join you guys are you talking about that? It was before that. Let me actually hold on. Episode list uh, Avatar book three. Yeah. So in the downtime, so Aaron downtime. is looking that up. Um, yeah, Sparky Sparky Boom Man is a no, not Legend of Korra, you frick. Yes, not Legend of Korra. <laughs> Sorry, Avatar. That's okay. That is okay. Right. Um, but yeah in the downtime um, while Aaron looks for that uh, yeah so again I think those are the two things missing from Korra uh, I, I just think uh, while I do think the, the villains in Korra in my opinion are far more fleshed out um, in terms of uh, motives um, just because I felt like with avatar i think one of my criticisms would be that um and i mean this isn't it's not really more of a a criticism as much as it is a wish but i i feel like ozai was too much of a stereotypical i want to rule the world character i mean we still kind of got that's kind of what made him perfect i agree and disagree i mean i i feel like on the one hand it did kind of accentuate the sort of uh direness that ang was in of you know trying to defeat this you know evil character but i feel like you know there could have been like for example i think a great exploration would be um ozai's relationship to his father and Mm. kind of exploring that i think would have kind of fleshed out that character more um just because we already know that it's kind of in the family to be evil right um, I, I feel like, honestly, you know, we got more characterization out of Sozin than we did out of Ozai, which I think was right. missing. Because right. with Sozin, see, at least we got to see their relationship with Roku. So. See, here's the thing, right? I, do, I kind of disagree with some of your points there. Yeah, that's, right? that's totally so, fine. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? Uh, like, being evil, I don't think it ran in the family, sort of. All right? Like... Okay, here's the thing. We explored Sozin's character, right? And he was, you know, like, he was kind of the more ski... Like, okay, to go down the family tree, right? Starting with Sozin, right? He was kind of this, like, you know, like, he was molded to be the Fire Lord, essentially, right? And especially after, like, before he found out that his friend was the Avatar, he was more of a, you know, happy-go-lucky, that kind of character, right? Mm-hmm. After he found out his friend was the avatar, I feel like that's when he started to kind of change and mold into like the, you know, kind of trying to be the perfect Fire Lord sort of figure. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like, I really like how they played this because height was, you know, used to 
show the difference between them. And even though Sozin was kind of making himself out to be kind of the more perfect mm-hmm. Fire Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing, right? When, when Roku returned from his Avatar journey, right? The first scene we see them side by side is when Roku, like, is when they embrace, right? And Roku is taller than him. Second scene we see them in is when Sozin tells Roku about his plans of essentially conquering the world, except he, you know, he voices it as, you know, sharing their prosperity. Right? Right. right. So, and third scene we see them in, all right, is when, uh, okay, <laughs> is when Roku, like, uh, comes up to Sozin uh, to, like, essentially, like, I, I'm forgetting the word right now. Confront him yes. about the colonies. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, first, like this scene starts out with uh, Sozin being held higher than Roku, actually, mm-hmm. right on mm-hmm. in the throne room. Yeah. And it ends with Roku as like flying above Sozin. Mm-hmm. All right, slightly above Sozin. Yeah. All right. The, these are the heights. All right, and. In every single one of these scenes, we see Sozin slowly changing from like, you know, the more, like the more idealists, right? Like the more transitionist sort of leader to more and more and more the ends justifies mm. the means character, right? Mm. And eventually the final scene, major spoilers, the final scene we see them in when Roku is like a being affected by the poisonous gas and on his knees and Mm -hmm. Sozin is like looking down on him. Mm -hmm. All right. That's the point where his character is finally fully established. All right. He's willing to sacrifice his friend to fulfill his vision. All right. And like Sozin's dream being realized is a term used in every single instance. All right. Like, in every instance where the villains seem like they're about to like, you know, rule the world, finally conquer everything and like, you know, finally finish the job, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, the dream being realized is the term used. All right. So it's less about being evil and more about being disconnected from what's actually been going on. And that's why Zuko is the exception. All right. Because there's, so disconnected that they forget to be disconnected they forget to raise their children to be disconnected mm-hmm. so when ozai banishes zuko mm-hmm. that like that's his mistake that's that's the mistake all right that he... he essentially pushes zuko to see the atrocities of the fire nation mm-hmm. all right if he didn't do that then nothing would have happened all right like he wouldn't mm-hmm. be connected to Iroh, the already like the person that already has been disconnected with the death of his son, RIP. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it's just so good, you know? No, and you know, I agree. And I think, you know what? I, I didn't even realize the, the height thing that you were right. talking about, which now that I think about it, it was actually very intelligently done. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't even realize that. And then, especially that uh, tableau, ooh, theater terms, that yeah, tableau. Dude. Of oh, them, yeah. of like Roku on his knees and Sozin kind of, you know, above yeah, him oh, after above all these him, years yeah. of Roku With the taller. volcano going on in the background. Right. Like, it's just so good. That's, that is very well done. One more thing I want to pay, uh, point out, right? Please. Because we're, because we're talking about tableaus and theater and whatnot uh, <laughs> in Avatar The Yay! Last Airbender. All right. Every time Sokka has a major character development point, he's always on his knees. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what I noticed when I was re-watching it, right? Mm-hmm. Like when he's humbling himself before the Swordsmaster. Well, like even in the first time we see him car- develop his character, you know, like, you know, like swallow up his, you know, pride. pride and whatnot, swallow up his, you know, pre-existing conditions of sexism, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Like, humbling himself before the Kyoshi Warriors in every single one of these instances, he's on his knees. Mm-hmm. That isn't that is an interesting thought that I did not realize. Yeah, right. Just goes to show how much action is a very uh, action is always something you should look out for in shows. Yeah. Just because I think too many people focus on the words and not enough on what actually happens, because right. that's what so, yeah. actually happens. So that's what you yeah. should focus on. Right? So yeah, that that so. like 
going back to the point I was trying to make, it's not about like an entire family being evil. When you look at it kind of closer, it's about like, I guess four generations of just disconnect and disconnect and disconnect and disconnect being molded into this perception of ends justifies the means and that, you know, like human lives don't matter, you know, like mm. we can do just whatever mm-hmm. we want, you know, like that kind of thing. And they think to themselves, it's a, like, it's, I guess it's an example of double think, you know, like we can do whatever we want with them and they're, it's for their own good. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's these two perceptions being more, being like mushed into one and being forced upon generation after generation. Mm-hmm. So when Zuko was cast out, the, the disconnect didn't happen because mm-hmm. he managed to see the atrocities of the Fire Nation. And when he got back, he, he yeah. couldn't live with himself. Mm-hmm. All right. So... This is in. Yeah. This is honestly an essay in the making. Like you could write an entire essay on this. And Listen, we can probably like go two hours just talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, and like you know all the things that. Oh yeah. Ma- yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you've got like a whole thesis and everything. Honestly, that was a very well done argument. You know, um, I didn't know I had. <laughs> that no, no, you you really did have like a yeah, a thesis and intro and concluding statement, everything. I mean, yeah, honestly, I might steal that from you and use it for my own uh, uh, discussions about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Do it, honestly, because, do it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really uh, think about it in that sense, and I, right. I, I really like kind of the idea of how it kind of starts from this one guy, but then just gets amplified after mm-hmm. generation. And then finally we get to see uh, like even like Azula, for example, just being this ultimate pinnacle of this disconnect that you're yeah. talking about because she is completely disconnect for any concern uh, of yeah. human life. So it, it's sort of interesting to think about that. And I like literally getting... ever, like there's a video out there analyzing Azula's mindset and it's the, like, uh, I think it's from the channel Hello Future Me. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really recommend everyone check that out. All right. It's just so, it's just such an in depth anal- analysis of her mental state. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it, it just portrays everything. Like, it just, you know, covers everything perfectly. How Azula sees everything around her as a game, as a performance, you know, like how emotion doesn't matter to her. How emotion, like, when this, when displayed, seems like a theater to to her you know and this is actually uh you know during the amber island episode when he claps and like you know says well done everybody to have like that's her reaction to everybody opening up about their lives oh yes 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 you know and like it's such i don't know it's just go watch the video (laughs) yeah it's a great video yeah but we won't banter too long because oh oh boy for a second there for a second there everything froze you did freeze for a second yeah Yeah. sorry about that that's okay uh before our internet disconnects this has been this is this is this is is not the can of worms episode this is (laughs) this is you this has been there we go the save it for the podcast podcast episode uh 13 or something Let like that me check it out um, let me check it out one two three four five but, uh, i was right i know yep. i'm right Ugh, flip hair this flip has been hair. the 13th episode a uh, regular episode of the save it for the podcast podcast where your hosts neiman and aaron <laughs> and please send us questions please send do. us an email indeed do whatever you want to us. Do, um, do, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. We'll see you next time. And please fill out the form if you have a question. You. Thanks Goodbye. for listening. We'll see you next week.